0: Welcome to this behind-the-scenes interview with the cast and crew of Gallifrey Intervention Earth. My name is Scott Hancock and I am joined today by...
1: Laura Doddington, playing Vale and
0: Andrew Pepper, playing Mercus. Scott Arthur, playing Lucas.
1: Juliet Landau, playing Romana.
0: And Daniel Brocklebank, playing Taurus. So, this (coughs) is... I don't know how much we can get away with revealing about the plot, but um, how have we all enjoyed the day's recording? Uh, it's been an a lot of fun. It's also returned to the Gallifrey series, which we ended last time, but have been asked to revive with Juliet Landau as the new incarnation of Romana. So, Juliet, yes. how does it feel to be back and how has the response been to the dramas you did for us before? Oh,
1: I love it. I've had so much fun today. Um, the response has been wonderful so far. How, what, what what have you heard? <laughs> no no no! I just wondered whether
0: because you you do so much. I mean you you, you and you have done so much in the past. You've, you've got such a wide fan base. I wondered you know what sort of feedback you'd got. It's about been kind it. of and,
1: amazing because so many people that watched Buffy and Angel are Who fans. So it's this crossover that's really a great a great mix.
0: And how does this script compare to what you did before? Is is there anything you've done this time around that excited you?
1: Yeah, there's loads of different things. I mean, it, she's really strong this time round, mm. and kind of more the leader as opposed to the ephemeral kind of you know, construct that I was mm-hmm. before.
0: And and Scott as well, you, you've joined us for a couple of Gallifrey's in the past, yeah. and your character's been resurrected. How did you, how did you find coming back into the Gallifrey fold? Well, it's always a pleasure. I mean, I was surprised when I got the email from you saying that we um, <laughs> you know that we were
2: going to go again because I thought that was it. You know that he's uh, he's gone, but. Um, it's always, always a pleasure to come back and, um, you know, it's kind of great to be mentioning words like the TARDIS and stuff like that, because as a Doctor Who fan as well, you know, it kind of makes you feel like a
0: child again. So it's great. And, and having worked with Lala and Louise in the past, having the opportunity to work now with Juliet as a new take on the character, mm-hmm. how have you found that? Because they have a very different relationship this time around.
1: Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah,
0: it is very sweet. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think you obviously still get that from you know from Romana and, uh, and Lucas. Um, but when you obviously have a different person playing against, then um, I guess it does change it a little bit. But, but I wouldn't say a lot, but, you know, it's, it, it kind of freshens it up a little bit, I guess. And you're all equally
0: as good as each other. So I could never, ever say... You don't me. have a favourite, <laughs> I don't have a favourite <laughs> at all. <laughs> Maybe Charlie. you, but no. <laughs> and I feel we should bring the others into this. It's, it's weird. I'm in a booth where I can't see people. But um, Laura and Daniel have obviously done Big Finish before. Andrew, you've never done Big Finish stuff before. No. But you are a Doctor Who fan. I am indeedy. So, I mean, were you aware of the Gallifrey series? Or Yeah, I was, although I'd never actually listened to any. Shh. Shh, sh- yes, sorry. <laughs> Delete that. Um, but I was
3: thrilled, because I've been a Doctor Who fan since I was about four years old, maybe. So when I read that, I was going to do a scene with Romana. That's that's iconic. I was very excited,
0: and and, and Dan and Laura as well as mm. people. I don't know. Are you are you established Hoovians or do you read a script like this and go, well, there's a lot going on here. Well, I, I am, am already... now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel I know a lot more than I did before. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that I should go around and just quickly before the end, just ask what everyone's favourite—I don't know—scenes or what they've taken from today, what they've enjoyed about coming in for the Gallifrey experience, or what listeners can look forward to. What can we say without giving too much yeah. away? Yeah, it's pretty don't really hard, give isn't it? Too much away. Um, <laughs> well, just I, I, just the whole journey actually has been uh, a whole a whole experience for me. Um, mm. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed all of it. Um, I think the thing with doing audio as as opposed to visual is there's there's room for creativity in your mind that you wouldn't necessarily have if you were, if we were shooting this visually. Um, there's a lot of, unlike previous Gallifrey mm. series, it's less political. There's a lot of action, yeah. actually, in this. There's yes. a lot of mm. chase sequences and, mm. you know, sniper fights and, uh, you know, it is a very visual tale mm. in a way. Mm.
1: Well, I love the script that you've written and right yeah. from when I read it, I was like on the edge of my seat (laughs) and so um and so recording it even though we did it not in order out of um, sequence
0: oh yes it
1: still had had it has that kind of drama that takes over and also you're a wonderful director and um, bless you
0: You, i'll give you the money later
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you do you find new things and nuances and all that stuff so you know we get to play and try to make things you know more interesting and i really enjoy that
2: mr arthur um, well, it's kind of a mix of you know the fact that we're doing a sci-fi and um, you know all, all the elements of being able to you know have so many different stories that you can create. And again, you've written a fantastic one here. Um, so it's 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 honestly a pleasure to do because there's so much room for in, you know invention and um, c- you know creating different scenarios and. Um, and things between different characters it's it's honestly i've it's a bit of a childhood dream to be doing this so um i bloody love it (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: all you need to say (laughs) uh
3: mr pepper hello um it's been great i um i think the script is really 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 great and as a doctor who fan i have to say it's a fantastic story it's um it's incredibly high stakes and um there's some really juicy, timey-wimey stuff going on. <laughs> um, yes. I, uh, I've got no internet at the moment, so I had to read the scripts on my phone, and it's about 122 pages, and when I downloaded it and said 122 pages, my heart kind of skipped a beat, because I don't fancy reading that on my little phone. But... Um, <laughs> I, I read it all in one go straight through without even moving because it was such a page-turner, so my eyes were bleeding by the end. But I think that's a <laughs> testament to how how much action and drama there is in the story, so jolly well jolly well done. I've had a great time, thank you.
0: And Laura?
4: Uh, yeah, I've had an absolute ball. It's been an extremely fun day for me, and it's so nice to be involved in something that's so established already, but to come in kind of at this special stage and to play quite a fun kind of vixen-y character is really good fun for me. So And yeah.
0: you love a wild track.
4: And I love a mm. wild track. <laughs> so why I come, really. I like pretend to be villagers and stuff. It's great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think also because we're at the height of, you know, the height of Doctor Who stardom at the moment. I think, you know, in the country that, you know, it's just you know, we just had the fiftieth anniversary. Mm. You know, and to be doing things like this is exciting and yeah. and, you know, we can relate to it very easily. And even if you hadn't seen the show and you can listen to, you know, an audio tape, it's well, I just think you can pick. You know, you can pick it up and and be fine. So, said it. it's yeah. a, it's accessible to everyone. It mm. is accessible.
0: Yeah, that's the one. It's accessible to every person. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you all very much. Thank you. Um, thank you. I shall let you escape these very hot booths. <laughs> 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 thank, you. thank you for chatting to us. Thanks.
4: So Bye. Bye. I can't remember when I first came to Gallifrey. I know the Doctor must have sent me, but I can't remember how. Or when? Or why? Not anymore. Gallifrey's strange like that. Every day, everything changes. Even your own history. You feel like you've lived your life over and over again. Sometimes in different ways. Maybe I have. They say the timelines do that. That they flux and wither, waste and wane. Constantly realigning themselves to fit in with the dominant reality, whichever one that might be. Basically, they change. And it's our job to make sure that we change with them. (sighs) I know I'm not the same person I was when I first came to Gallifrey. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Only that it's... different. I'm different. Which is appropriate in a way because that's what we do on Gallifrey. We make a difference. always spot you right at the last minute. Oh. oh, I hate chameleon circuits. Why can't they all just look like a tatty old blue police box? Whoa! Oh. Oh. Weapons, great. Should have expected that. Oh. oh, it's always go back and prevent them from developing time travel. Never go back and stop them discovering stuff to throw at you. Oh, I don't know why they're so angry anyway. It's not like they'll even remember any of this watch it come on it's got to be around here somewhere gotcha better late than never thanks for a lovely evening we must do it again sometime blimey that was a close one come on then Who are you? Don't think I can't see you. This place may be dark, but it's not that dark. Come out and say hello.
5: Very well. Hello, Ace.
4: Hi! Afraid you've got me at a disadvantage. And you are?
5: You can call me Rexasa Lonualan.
4: I really can't. Time Lord, yeah? What gave it away? Oh, let's see. First there's breaking into my (laughs) tARDIS, not to mention the silly name. (laughs) Then the outfit kind of gives it away. Time Lords don't really go in for casual, do they? Mm. Come on then, what is it this time? I thought you lot liked me because you could always blame it on the human. (laughs) What's so funny?
5: They told me you didn't much like authority. They were right.
4: Yeah, and who might they be?
5: The High Council, Ace. Who else? Ah... Oh, don't worry. You're not in any trouble. Well, no more than the rest of us. As I'm sure you're aware, for events at the CIA to have attracted the attention of the High Council, things have to be very serious indeed. Events are spiralling out of our control. Very soon, we may not be able to contain them. Suffice to say, the fabric of the universe itself is now in jeopardy. And we have to somehow find a means of mending it.
4: And by we, you mean time lords, yeah?
5: Actually, what I really mean is us. What? I've been assigned to accompany you, Ace. Oh,
4: oh no. No, 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 I don't do companions. Did no one tell you that?
5: Oh, they told me. Unfortunately, this situation is significantly greater than your ego. Now, do be quiet and pay attention.
1: As many of you are no doubt already aware, the Celestial Intervention Agency recently detected an anomaly in the Mutter Spiral. We have since had operatives monitoring it. However, as of today, the anomaly has been growing exponentially, draining energy from the universe around it. We have since had operatives monitoring it. However, as of today, the anomaly has been growing exponentially. ...draining energy from the universe around it. Space-time is now bending around that singularity, twisting out of shape, and established history will soon be indiscernible. Action must now be taken. Time must be restored to its true path before this alternative becomes fixed and the Time Lords lose their foothold on reality. I am calling for drastic measures, drastic, necessary measures, before we run out of time completely. Thank you for listening. Was that-
5: President Romana Dravatralunda. Yes, I did say things were serious.
4: Why me, though? I mean, if this is so important, if it really is the whole of reality at stake, why come to me? Why not a Time Lord? I mean, I'm only human. What can I do? Ah,
5: but you're a human who had the very best of mentals. The Doctor? Yes, yes, the Doctor. You're the best agent the CIA has. Not that we'd ever admit it. Now, if you don't mind, I'll just program our coordinates.
4: Hmm. Make yourself at home, right, do <laughs>
6: Thank you for coming so swiftly, Coordinator. The Precogs have been getting somewhat
7: uh, restless. The sooner we can get rid of them, the better. I don't know why Romana still permits it. Using agents to channel the timelines like that? Letting them predict the future like some tawdry conjuring act, it's pathetic. As you will recall, Coordinator, the Precog scheme was
6: introduced by Adjutant Coordinator Taurus in the president's absence. All the more reason for her to disband them, then. I'll propose it the next time I see yeah. him. As, as you wish. However, I, I would recommend you hear what they have to say first. About what? Wait, about the future, coordinator. Through here. Returning. Returning.
4: Returning. Yes, returning, returning. Returning. He is returning. Returning.
6: Returning. Returning. is returning returning, he returning, 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 returning. 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 They've all started seeing the same thing, no matter which future they look to. The, the Time Lords no longer have any place in the universe. That's what the future is saying. Gallifrey will fall, and reality itself is beginning to ebb away. Soon there shall be nothing left. Nothing? Nothing at all. In any alternative. Not even Axis technology can protect us. The walls between the universes
7: are, are collapsing all too quickly. And let me guess, all this is connected to our anomaly in the muttered spiral? It would seem so, yes. And you would left it too late. The timelines are twisted beyond all recognition. Leave it any longer and they'll snap and tear completely. History will spill into the future. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Merkis. See to it that I'm kept informed of any developments. Now, if you'll excuse me... ...dye, watch much more of this.
6: We never exist. Shall never exist. The Time Lords
0: have never existed.
6: The, the Time Lords die!
0: die.
7: Commander Lucas, this is Coordinator Narvin. I suspect you'll already know what this is about. I'm afraid the President is currently
2: engaged in matters elsewhere, Coordinator. If you'd like
7: me to set up a meeting later... No, 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 just listen. We don't have time for all that. Just listen to me and make this happen require a word with the Lady President as a matter of urgency. Several words, in fact, and I am, as we speak, already on my way up to see her. When I arrive at the Presidential Office, I shall be admitted to her private rooms, where the President will, of course, already be expecting me. There, we shall talk, in private, securely and without delay. That's not much to ask now, is it? No, but I'm sorry, I can't... Oh, but I think you can, Lucas, and what's more, I think you will. The President will make time for this quite... Literally, if it comes to it. Until then, I promise I won't keep you waiting. But, Marvin, you goodbye, Lucas. (coughs) It's about time somebody took the initiative round here.
4: going to tell me where we are then? Consider it part of your training. Work it out. You want to be careful I don't work you out in a minute. Still, let's play it your way. Let me see now. It's cold. And dark. Obviously. Faint signs of civilization. Primitive buildings. Derelict. Quiet too. Spookily quiet. Oi, Rexy, I said it's spookily quiet.
5: Yes, I know, I heard you.
4: Well, then say something. I hate it when it's quiet. i
5: would not noticed.
4: Quiet's what you get when something bad's about to happen, or... or when it's already happened. Is that why you won't tell me where we are? Are we too late?
5: The timelines are in flux. It's never too late, not for us.
4: But are we too late for here, and now? Hey, wait! Don't go wandering off without me! I'm not!
5: Or rather, I can't.
4: What do you mean you can't... Whoa! What is that? Some sort of force field?
5: In a manner of speaking, your TARDIS is protecting us. It's managed to extend its artificial atmosphere because right now, here, on this world, there is no atmosphere.
4: No atmosphere? What happened here, Rex?
5: Look up. Once the clouds have parted, then you'll see
4: See what? What am I looking for? Is that...
5: Nothing. Literally nothing. The anomaly has been consuming everything in its path. Light, matter, time. All of it's been devoured. Even the timelines have been distended.
4: It's a black hole.
5: A black hole growing larger by the moment. We're on the event horizon, Ace. Welcome to this planet's survival path.
7: President, a pleasure to see you. Thank you for making time in your busy schedule. It really is appreciated. I'm sorry, ma'am. I tried, but he would It's all listen- right,
1: Lucas. Thank you. You may leave us. Ma'am. Well, this is unexpected.
7: Oh, I very much doubt that. For all your softly, softly tactics with the High Council, I can see what it is you're doing everyone just enough rope to hang themselves standing back and watching while the universe collapses around us that is what you're doing isn't it
1: don't be ridiculous we are time lords our purpose is to observe not interfere
7: your previous selves would never have done that
1: my previous selves would never have done a lot of things my policies are more flexible these days and as I say we are time lords we cannot be seen to interfere not when the universe is already against us
7: I preferred it when we didn't play
1: games. I don't do games, Narvin. I do what I can for my planet, and my people, and the universe if I'm able. But I do not play games. You've seen what lies in store for us. That anomaly is only the beginning.
7: Unless we stop it, of course.
1: But I can't be seen to do that, obviously.
7: And I appreciate that. Nevertheless, you are aware that the Celestial Intervention Agency has a duty to maintain order stands, we are unable to do so. A presidential writ, I'm led to believe.
1: You believe? Oh, coordinator, it's not like the CIA to question their facts. Normally, they just blunder in. But no, that's right. No action is to be taken. At least... Not yet.
7: Not yet, she says. Romana, please, that anomaly is growing stronger every second. It's not just threatening Gallifrey. The entire universe could be at risk. The whole of reality. If we don't take action soon, the concept... Soon,
1: Narvan. You said so yourself. If we don't take action soon. But soon's not now, is it? Until it is, we have time to monitor that anomaly. To find out what it is and where it came from. Only then will we be able to deal with it. Safely,
7: and if it's a targeted attack of some kind,
1: if it's an attack, then we do what we can to learn who is responsible.
7: And then what? We just uh, eliminate them from the timelines.
1: With the greatest respect, Narvin, that's your job, not mine. But yes, if that's what you'd recommend, we eliminate them.
4: station could be so beautiful. What went on here?
5: We can't be certain. All we know is something happened to this world's sun to make it change.
4: It died you mean?
5: More than that. It died long before we had ever expected it to die. Manipulated by some outside force perhaps. Brought to an end before its time. Murdered, if you want to be particularly melodramatic.
4: Oh yeah, let's be melodramatic. Melodramatic always helps. (laughs) I still don't get it, though. I thought your lot were meant to have mastered black holes way back. That's what the doctor told me. So what's the big deal with this one?
5: The deal is that someone engineered this. That black hole up there shouldn't exist at all, not in this sector of space, and certainly not at this point in time. Even as a potential aspect of established history, its presence here is more than a little disruptive. As you can hear, reality is wearing thin. Timelines are crashing into one another.
4: Those voices.
5: It must be so hard for you, not being a timeline. We're so used to these phenomena. We experience every second, every moment, every alternative of every instance, all at once. But you, you've never had that. Sometimes we forget that you're still
4: learning. Can you hear them? Yes. What are they?
5: Echoes of alternative timelines. The ghosts of what should be.
4: This planet was Earth.
5: Is Earth. Or rather, it is what Earth will end up becoming on this time track. As I said, that black hole shouldn't be there. History is changing, not just here, but throughout the Matter's Spiral. And it won't be long before it spreads throughout the cosmos, backwards and forwards in time. And the year? Sorry?
4: The year! What year is this? Well,
5: if we were to adopt the local calendar, um, approximately 2015 CE.
4: My world's dead then. Everyone I knew. My mates, my family, their families. None of it ever existed.
5: No, 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 you're wrong. It's always here, somewhere, hidden away. So long as you remember, it survives.
4: But what can we do? Come on, you said you needed me. What for? Why are we here?
5: Because something was brought here and abandoned centuries ago. Something that should have never left Gallifrey.
4: The thing that did all this?
5: Oh, yes. And that's why we're here now, Ace. This is a reconnaissance mission. It's our job to locate the device and secure it before anyone else lays claim to it. Yes, yes, yes,
6: what is it? Coordinator, we think we've pinpointed the source of the energy disturbance. If we're right, we now know where the anomalies come from and what may have originated
7: it. Are you suggesting it might be an artificial manifestation? Mm -hmm. Well, I suppose it's not impossible. Still, don't leave me in suspense. You were the one who called me here. What am I looking at exactly? The source of the disturbance,
6: sir. The planet itself is designated Sol Three, otherwise known as... Earth,
7: Earth. yes, 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 I knew it. Wait.
6: No. That energy signature, is that...? Gallifreyan and Origin, yes. You can see now why I called you. But... That device could never have left the armories. Indeed. And yet it's down there. And someone's already deployed it. Coordinator? Coordinator, where are you going?
7: I must inform the High Council of this at once.
4: So, this device we're looking for, what is it exactly?
5: It's a stellar manipulator.
4: What, like the hand of Omega?
5: Not like the hand of Omega. It is the hand of Omega.
4: Oh. But hold on, hang about. Wasn't that locked away? Secured
5: in Yarifra's arsenals. It was. But someone stole it.
4: Of course they did. That's the trouble with locked rooms, isn't it? People always want what's locked inside. Don't they
5: just remind me, how did your friend the Doctor acquire his TARDIS?
4: Take that up with him. I got mine fair and square.
5: (laughs) Come on. As I said, this planet won't have much longer. Once it's past the event horizon, that's it. And believe me, we don't want to be standing out here when it does.
4: Good job some of us have been looking rather than talking there. I'm guessing this is what we're looking for. Big old casket? Weird symbols?
5: Yes. Yes, it is. Now, all we have to do is find a way to move it.
4: Move it? I thought we were here to stop it.
5: It's a little bit late for that, no. Now we need to get it inside your TARDIS. Then maybe we can find out who is responsible.
4: Oh, if you say so. Oi, Mush, follow me. I'm talking to you, you know. That's better. How did you... Didn't I mention? The Hand and I go way back. Once helped me out with a squad of Daleks back in the 60s. That's 60s CE to you.
5: I always said you were the best agent for the job.
4: Ha, ha. Oh, what
5: now? Bell, we've probably got less than a minute before this planet no longer exists.
4: Let's not waste any more time then. Come on, run! Oh. You too, Skippy! Skippy? Yeah! Oh, never mind. Now then. Tardisky, ski. Can you hear that? Yes.
5: The event horizons weakened the walls between reality. Histories started bleeding.
4: Oh, just what we needed. Great. Here we go, then. Oh, come on. Age before beauty. Thank you. And you. Oh, come on. We don't have time for this. Oh, finally. Right. Where do we go now,
5: then? Now? We have to go back to the source of the original disturbance. Same location, approximately 3,000 years BCE. More or less. If it helps, you can use the hand to home in on its signal. After all, it is the same device we're searching for.
4: Well, you thanks.
5: According to your instruments, we've arrived at the settling of Greater Henge in the year 2986 BCE. Can't say I care for the weather.
4: Get used to it. It'll be like this for at least another 5,000 years. Greater Henge, eh? You know it? Yeah. Well, heard of it. It was always a bit of a mystery back home. An ancient trihenge in the middle of nowhere, yeah? Nobody ever understood what it was there for. Maybe now we'll find out. Uh, once we've found the original source of the time distortion, obviously.
5: Obviously. Unfortunately, I'm not entirely convinced you will.
4: But I thought you said that's Oh, I know we... what
5: I said. It's what I didn't say that you should have been paying attention to. Oh, right. I never lied to you, S. Everything I told you was absolutely true. Give or take a few embarrassments.
4: I should have seen this coming, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> but
5: that's why you're so perfect. I needed someone who would be blinded by the fate of the mutter's spiral. Not to mention someone with a TARDIS and, of course, all those special privileges our glorious President sees fit to afford you. The Doctor's name really does go a very, very, very long way, doesn't it? Particularly where our dear Lady President might be concerned.
4: So you want revenge? Is that it? We're not just talking about taking over the world here, Rex. We're talking about destroying the entire universe! Is that really what you want? Don't be absurd.
5: This has nothing to do with destruction or revenge. I couldn't care less about Romana. All I care about is Gallifrey. That's why I wanted to obtain the Hand of Omega and bring it back to this point in time. What I want now is to deploy it and bring justice to all the traitors of Gallifrey, starting with you.
4: You're off your head. I'm no traitor. I'm as loyal as anyone.
5: Oh, to Romana, yes. To her high council, maybe. But not to Gallifrey. Not to the history that made our planet great. I'm sorry, Ace. (coughs) Sorry I couldn't kill you. Unfortunately, I still need you. You're the key to all this, you see. Quite literally. You're the one who'll help open the door. And then... Once the veils have parted, Omega shall return.